At the start of a new year, I am reflecting on time with the help of a couple of good old friends, namely C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Happy New Year to all of you. It's good to be with you in the start of 2024. Um, you know, it's late December is a busy time for pastors, and we've been blessed to have lots of family around and uh, spend time with them and with friends. And I'm actually looking forward now to returning to sort of the normal rhythm of life. I presume for many of you that is also the case after coming through Christmas and New Year. Um, and I was, uh, among other things, I, I, at the end of the year, I posted a, uh, I guess it was maybe it was early in 2024, something on my Instagram page, which is Reflections on Faith. You're welcome to check it out there. But there's a little tool you can do that shows you the top nine posts of the last year in terms of interactions. And um, I, I don't really, hadn't studied that, but uh, let's see if I have this right. Three of them for me were related to C.S. Lewis. Two of them were related to G.K. Chesterton, uh, one of them to J.R.R. Tolkien, one to St. Patrick, one to Westminster Abbey, um, and one to George Bernard Shaw. I think that totals nine. Again, you can check it out if you want it, Reflections on Faith at Instagram. Anyway, so that got me thinking about how I suppose accurate that is in terms of my own interests of uh, British authors, particularly people like Lewis and um, Chesterton. And over the last couple of days, I've actually posted uh, quotes from Lewis and J.R.R.R. Tolkien about something else that seems relevant at the start of a, a new year, which is the question of time. And at this point in the year, uh, we're taping this on January 4th, it'll Publish on January 5th. I think there's a, both some reflection on the past and also a looking ahead to the future. And I want to lift up a couple of quotes from uh, C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien about time and about, um, I would say, what every spiritual um, mystic or spiritual advisor over the last couple thousand years, uh, maybe longer than that, has suggested, which, that, which is that we are best off focusing not on the past or the present or the future rather, but on the present. So let me lift up um, a short quote from Lewis. I may have talked about this before. This is from a talk he gave in Oxford right at the start of the Second World War. And here's this line: Never in peace or war commit your virtue or what or your happiness to the future. Happy work, he says, is best done by the person who takes his long-term plans somewhat lightly and works from moment to moment as to the Lord. It is only our daily bread that we are encouraged to ask for, referencing, of course, the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. And then he says this, I love this sentence, the present is the only time in which any duty can be done or any grace received. So that sort of frames up my thoughts for today. Then the quote from Tolkien which is from the Fellowship of the Ring. It's actually a conversation between Frodo and Gandalf. Um, Frodo says, I wish it need not have happened in my time. And then it says, so do I, said Gandalf, and so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. And then again, this beautiful sentence, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. Which is sort of, can you can think about that in two ways. One is, 
what's the the historic moment that God has placed you in and how are you going to respond to that time sort of broadly speaking but also you can think about it as what am I going to do with the time God has given me in my own life right how am I going to invest it how am I going to spend it so <clears throat> final thought slightly longer quote from C.S. Lewis. This one comes from the Screwtape Letters. Uh, I think I've talked about this before. Um, I I had forgotten, actually, that Lewis, appropriately, given that I'm talking about Lewis and Tolkien, dedicates this volume to J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, which is kind of a fun note. But if you remember, Screwtape Letters is actually um, Lewis's thought experiment, experiment, and he takes the the narrator is the the, uh, junior devil who's trying to convert uh, different people and teaching an even more junior devil how to go about his work. So it's all from the perspective of the devil or the the work the devil's doing. And in that volume, um, here's what Lewis, through Screwtape, says. Humans live in time, but our enemy, that's God, by the way, you always have to read things in reverse here, but our enemy destines them to eternity. God, therefore, I believe, wants them to attend chiefly to two things, to eternity itself and to that point of time which they call the present. For the present is the point at which time, I love this, the point at which time touches eternity. Of the present moment and of it only, humans have an experience analogous to the experience which our enemy, again God, has of reality as a whole. In it alone, freedom and actuality are offered them. He would therefore have them continually concerned either with eternity, which means being concerned with God, or with the present, either meditating on their eternal union with or separation from himself, or else obeying the present voice of conscience, bearing the present cross, receiving the present grace, giving thanks for the present pleasure. And that again relates to that last sentence of the earlier quote from Lewis, the present is the only time in which any duty can be done or any grace received. So what's our tendency though? Our tendency is to maybe live in the past or to anticipate the future. And about that, here's what Screwtape says again. Our business, Screwtape's business, the devil's business, is to get humans away from the eternal and from the present. With this in view, we sometimes tempt a human to live in the past. Uh, He goes on to say, this is of limited value, for they have some real knowledge of the past, and it has a determinate nature, and to that extent, resembles eternity. It is far better, he says, to make them live in the future. Biological necessity makes all their passions point in that direction already, so that thought about the future inflames hope and fear. Also, it is unknown to them, so that in making them think about it, we make them think of unrealities. Has anyone ever been up in the middle of the night, two or three in the morning, uh, you can't sleep, and you're thinking about what? Issues that may happen in the future or may not, uh, right? They're unrealities at that point, and they almost always feel better at eight or nine in the morning, don't they? Anyway, in a word, the future is, of all things, the thing least like eternity. It is the most completely temporal part of time, for the past is frozen and no longer flows, and then again, this beautiful phrase, and the present is all lit up with eternal rays. So, My question for you today at the beginning of a new year is what will you do with your present? Thanks as always for being with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. 